Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. And uh, yeah, well, who can, I don't know what to say, I've gone a bit giddy, but yeah, boy band extraordinaire, Mr. Blue. Well, he's not that blue. I think he's quite happy to be with us. It's Anthony Costa. We're delighted to be working with Swan throughout 2021. Later on, we'll be telling you all about their amazing retro range of beautiful homeware products. To check them out, just head to swanbrand.co.uk and use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20. 20% off. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. So who were some of the people, when you started singing and everything went mad and you were in blue and everything, some of the people that you got to meet that you really wanted to, that you were like, wow. Because everyone, there'll be people that feel like that about you, but everyone has those people, don't they? No matter how famous you are. Wow, that's a good question. I think for us, obviously myself, being uh, a Northwest London boy, half Greek, um, I looked up to, to George Michael. I, I couldn't help it. He was the nearest to me that I ever wanted to be. And it was through him that I started singing. You know, when you emulate someone in the, in the mirror and you're giving it all the whole, you know, hairbrush in, in the mirror and stuff. And that was me doing George. That was, I, I watched everything he did from his mic technique to how he held a note to how he opened his mouth when he sung different words. And I sort of emulated his tone a little bit. My tone's very similar to his, but with a rocky edge, because it's just as it, my, my voice has evolved over the years. But yeah, when I met him, he was he was just absolutely lovely man. I only met him twice, and um, he was he was lovely on both occasions. So for me, that was my hero. But obviously, we got the chance. To, I mean, the boys got the chance to sing with Sir Elton John and, and Stevie Wonder as well. So. Yeah. Did you do Bruno wow. Mars? Bruno Mars. Did you do something with Bruno Mars? No, Lee, yeah. Lee, when he lived in LA like 15 years ago, Lee went in the studio one day and, and met this guy he said called Bruno Mars. He didn't have a clue who he was. He wasn't out then. And then oh. him and Lee wrote a song together and that was it. Oh, no, no, nothing happened right. from there, yeah. So, but Stevie Wonder, hello. Ledge. He's right. He's yeah. right. Would he, Absolutely. Will he be a legend? He is, yeah. I sort of yeah he he is definitely like whenever I get asked you know who's my favorite artist yeah. and <laughs> friends and family who does Jenny play non-stop when she goes uh Alexa play uh I just say I just say Stevie Wonder yeah. it's a dead sir yeah. yeah what about you Kel? yeah what about you Kel? Rolling Stones like I was raised on on that kind of music the Who and Mark Boland T-Rex that kind of stuff was my mum loved mm. it into like I don't know the beautiful south simply red oh, Elton John simply, yeah. Um, and then I love 90s, um, R&B, everything. So I don't have that one. I love the Smiths. Wow. Blue. Blue. E17, you know, oh my God, dance music. I don't have that that one very, I have loads. Um, the most random about- thing that happened to us, Jen and, and Kelly, right? We did a gig in Italy and this was about yeah. six, seven years ago now. So obviously we're backstage and warming up and stuff. But I see this guy walking past and it was Terence Trent Darby, right? No. Yeah, like wow. his voice is insane. Yeah, 
And yeah. me and Lee went up to him, was like, yo, yo, bro, you changed Trent Derby. And we didn't know he changed his name. So he was like, sorry, who? He's he's not here anymore. Oh. He's gone. What? Ooh, what do you mean he's gone? Oh, here he is. We were like digging ourselves like a proper grave. We was like, but like you're telling us Trent Derby. He goes, no, 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 no. He's he's gone. He's gone. I am so and so and so and so. And we were like, wow. Oh. And then he went on stage and sang, you know, um, if you let me stay and oh, sign your name across my heart. We were like, okay, mate, whatever. But some people just get into that zone, didn't they? They get into that weird mindset yeah. of I'm gonna change my name. But I just me, I can never fathom that. No, wow. that's bonkers. Yeah, interesting. I'd love to look into that, actually. So so you obviously, what I love and adore about you Thanks. Uh, is that you, <laughs> everything, no, but is that you, you know, with your, with the other guys, you've always been such great friends. You're very loyal to each other, aren't you? You're proper friends. It's proper. Yeah. And you don't really get that. I mean, you know, so, sort of from the history you've had, et cetera, you know, a lot of bands, you know, there's always the one, there, there's always the Robbie and there's always the this yeah. and there's always the that. Yeah. And uh, things sort of dissipate. And as you get older, you know, and you get kids and da, 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 da. But that that's not happened with you, has it? No, not at all, Jenny. And it's, it's a great question because we've always remained friends. Even when Blue split up back in the day in 2005, I, I, my, my passion was always acting, but I'll, I'll come to that in a minute. But when I was in that blue bubble of from 2000 to 2005, we had to be friends. We were friends. We was never put together. We, we, we grew. I hate saying this word, but we did grow organically in terms of mates learning about each other, being roommates. You know, everywhere we went, we'd all change rooms. So I'd share with Simon one week, Dunk the other, Lee the other. You know, we'd all, we'd all swap and change because. We always thought it was unfair that it should never be two and two or three and one. That that's not how a band in my eyes should be. And, and I've been absolutely blessed with with being with three lads that I've grown up with and, and love very much. And, and we're brothers more than anything, you know. And if we were to come back in the future and one of the lads got a gig in somewhere else, it, it, TV, where it'd be a, a soap or a, a theatre show. We'd always go. Do you know what? You've got to take the chance and go and it and explore yourself. But coming back, my my love was always acting. So I singing always comes secondary for me. I was never a really confident singer. Uh, put me in front of someone with a script and a you know a wig or a cap, and I'll be whoever you want. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. for me, when the band split in '05, I literally didn't know what to do. I I, I didn't know what to do. I, I hadn't. I had an ex-girlfriend that was luckily enough working for herself, who was up in up in Leeds doing um, doing a soap, and she was working grafting, grafting, which was great. But I didn't know what to do, and my next calling was going into a, a reality show called, well, obviously, you know, I'm a celeb, and that's the person yeah. that made me grow because I was around people that I'd never normally be with, like 11, 12 other people, mm. and from that, I just. I found myself that I could thought to myself, do you know what? I can do something on my own, whether it would be singing or whether it would be theatre, acting, da-da-da. So from that, I, I got into the show, uh, I auditioned for the show in Blood Brothers. And from that, I, I, it just went on and went on. So I was blessed in that sense because I love auditions. I love being the underdog. And for me, I was always the underdog. It was always the other three and myself. And I'm not saying it's again, ah, oh, but if you was to put us in a room, people would automatically go to the other three. Whereas I was, I was always hanging back and just observing. I was an observer. And once you get to know me, then I open up. 
but that's just that's just me. And there's a place for those people. It's yeah. not any, you know, like you say, it's not for an R. It's just that that that's your persona and that's how you fit in. Yeah. But everybody has, you know, they all have a role, and that would that would be yours. Yeah. And I get that, but that's also because you're coming from from a different place. And like you say, it's because probably you're an actor from inside. So you know, I think those a lot of actors are like that, where they're actually not sort of from sort of like hello I want the limelight yeah. and I'm the center of attention yeah. it's like no 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 you know because I think there's a lot more going from within so I get that yeah and going back as you said 20 21 years ago Jenny you you gave us one of our first yeah. interviews we in up yeah. in Leeds wasn't it it was the uh yeah uh, like the, the, <laughs> was... the lunchtime show wasn't it that you did and um yeah so that was our first one of our well, first TVs bonkers yeah, yeah. um I feel like um, I feel a bit maternal. All these bands, I remember we had Take That on first. And I remember sitting with Take That in the dressing room and, and thinking, God, I've got to remember the name. So it's Gary, Robbie's a gobby one. That other one, the weird, the one that looks like he's um, always having a, you know, some wacky backy with the dreadlocks. That's, that's Howard, but I'm sure he isn't. Uh, yeah, and then the cheeky smart. And I remember doing that. And I remember doing it with all the boy bands because that's the thing. That's what yeah. happened. And you you know, it was all so fresh and exciting, but also, isn't it funny how we've all we've all come from that place? Because I was learning as well. I was learning everyone's bloody name. Of course, to be honest. yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> but you've grafted. Like, like I'm sure with you, Kelly, everyone's done their own thing, but grafted. And I think that you yes. have to do yeah. the hard graft. Like when I was 16, I was up and down the country, me and my old man, yeah, in his Bedford Rascal, doing gigs. Uh, you know, at, at, uh, working men's clubs, pubs. Clubs, you know, mm. singing to two people, yeah. singing to ten people, and that's what gave me my apprenticeship. So when Blue did eventually get out there, it wasn't it was a shock. Don't get me wrong, but I appreciated everything, and I took everything with with open arms. And that's how that for me is how you got to be. When you talk about the friendship that you guys have and how you know it sort of just it grew and evolved, and and you all support each other when you did our separate yeah. things as well. And Jenny sort of mentioned it can be quite unique to have that because often people fall out and 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 there's a bit of jealousy, etc. Did you do you find that that helped you um, with a kind of future and and the the mental health side of it? Because there's a lot, isn't that we saw it with Robbie Williams? I think Brian Harvey, bless him, yeah. was all over the papers yesterday. And I loved E17. I interviewed Tony Mortimer. I was lovely gazer. Gutted, really. Yeah. And and to see, you know, I think Brian's going through his own own stuff. And, and it's really sad because I think it's quite a brutal industry. And the darker side of it can be that when you leave something like a big band like Blue, that you've gone from everything to nothing. All yeah, of a yeah, sudden, yeah, yeah, completely. You know, and then mentally that can have a huge effect on anyone. Oh. It doesn't matter how stable you are. So because of you and the boys being that close knit, do you think that helped with that side? A hundred percent. hundred percent. And the thing was about it, about it all was none of us knew we were going through troubles. That's the, the weird yeah. thing was none of us ever spoke about yeah. it. And being four lads, yeah. oh, shut up, bruv, shut up, man. There's nothing wrong with you. But you think to yourself, well, who do I open up to? And it's only when we got back together to do the Eurovision and big reunion is when people started to go, I didn't know you was going through that, Anne. Or I didn't know you was going through that. So I, it was, none of us spoke about it. But on the outside... It was, yeah, you're right, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, there were times, I mean, I went through a lot of financial troubles, trust me. I mean, there was times when I was I was working in town in Blood Brothers 
I'm going to come back to that because it was a real weird, weird time. I love doing the show, but oh, it's a beautiful show as well. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. But amazing. The adrenaline of, of the, it's a come down. I've never taken drugs in my life, but it, the drug of coming down. So my drug to to whatever it was to get over things was to have a drink. So I'd have a drink till like one, two in the morning. And there were times where I couldn't afford to get home um, to, to where I lived in Hertfordshire. So I had to like mm-hmm. kick on my mate's sofa. I was sofa surfing because I was so skint because we didn't have the advice that, you know, what to do with your money, how to save it, what to do, what not to do. Because I was 18, 19. And I thought blue was going to last me, well, for donkeys. Donkeys you. So yeah, yeah. when you're... But that's the impression you got given as well. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely. And you really do find out who your mates are. Let, let, I'm going to put it out there straight yeah. now um, because we had a lot of, yes, oh my God, you're so funny. Oh, we used to do the, the crap joke game. So if we'd be out, I don't know, wherever, at a party or whatever, you know, one of us would tell a crap joke and you just see people go, oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> right. We're like, yeah, I've got your yes. card marks, mate, or, or missed. You know what I mean? So, because it wasn't, it wasn't real. It wasn't real. It was a, it was a mad time for, for pop music. And we just rode the wave, but we, but we didn't have the um, expertise of people going, no, do this, don't do that. I would do that. It's up to you. Talk to this person. Talk. Yeah. We never had it. So that's something no. that you've learned. Uh, did you see the Bross documentary yeah. when they talked about how they had limos and all these hotels and then it just stopped? Yeah. And they were like, hang on a minute, where's the car? Yeah. Well, you don't pay for the car. We take that out your money. So you don't mm-hmm. get it anymore. Yeah. And, and it was so, I was watching it thinking, Jesus Christ, because everybody sits, don't they? And they look at other people and they're like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. They must be loaded. We all have these preconceptions. Yeah. Of others, and the when thing actually, is as well, when you're young, you know they were they were the same age. They were sort of eighteen, nineteen, yeah, and they were given to believe one thing or just not told, yeah, enough, yeah. actually, yeah, exactly. Being yeah. around then, which was, and you know, nobody said it. We were kids. Who's asking questions? You think you're getting looked after? Yeah. You know, be it a record company or a manager or whatever, you think you're getting looked after? Was it the same for you, ladies, when you was working? Because obviously we all know time's moved on. It's very, without sounding horrible, it's all very reality-based driven now, isn't it? It's all... Yes, it is. You know, oh, yeah. How many followers you got on Instagram? Oh, 200. Oh, sorry, you're not... But you could be the best presenter or yeah. best actress out there. But yeah. I find yeah. that sometimes it's all about your following and how many likes you get on a picture and how many, you know, mm. things. And you're like, come yeah. on, man, is that real? Is that real now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is yeah. that the same for you, ladies? Yeah. Is, is it or is it different to, to men to women? I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a woman, so I can't sit here and say and say that. But I know for men, it's very much so. Um, what with the with the sort of like following, etc. Or do you mean with the uh, management from way back? Yeah, exactly. You've been you, listen. You've been you've been there and done it and worn the t-shirt. You know, a lot of time yeah. because you've grafted. But if you came to me yeah. with a TV show format, I don't know. Jenny, oh, Jenny, oh, yes. an evening with Jenny Powell. Okay, great. So what, yes. what is it? Oh, I'm going to do games. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's a great idea. Do you feel confident in selling that idea? Or, do you, or will the other things happen with you where it's like, am I popular enough? Do people like me? Do people know me? Yeah. I haven't been on I'm a Celebrity. I haven't been on Strictly. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I have all confidence in myself, funnily enough, and my ideas. I just don't have confidence in the industry, but also that's because it's a different industry now to the one I began with. I think you've been quoted to say that you were very glad to have had the success you did with the band when you did. 100%. And like now it would be a different story and that'd be the same for me. I'm quite content, you know, and if someone does, you know, pick up on something that I might have an idea with, then great and, and roll with it. But I'm quite cynical really about the industry, but again, like I say, it's a different industry. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm not really, it I'm is. very glad about the one I had. Good. Which the social, good. yeah, and the social media side of it that you mentioned, I think that's very true yeah. for a lot of people, you know, um, and then sometimes I think you have to take a step back and remember that what you see on those squares really isn't real. And it's very hard because, you know, they go hand in hand with things, don't they? Um, yeah. Career-wise. <clears throat> but it's it's not a true reflection of somebody's talent. No. At all. Exactly. Look, look at, we look at X Factor, for example. There's been X amount of winners over the years, right? And everyone's all, yeah, he's good, she's good, that group's brilliant, da, 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 and, and oh, I'm going to vote for them, I'm going to vote for them. And I'll turn around to someone once. I, I was having a conversation like this, not obviously on the phone, but I was mm. having it in, in a pub. And I'll turn around and talk about X Factors. Like, oh my God, I, I love that person so much. They're amazing. And I'm like, yeah, would you pay £30 to go and watch them in concert? Oh no, I wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> no, oh, right. No. So you don't no. like them that much. Yeah, I do. I think they're amazing. I think they're fantastic. They can sing, they can dance. They can do it. Yeah, but if you like that person, you're going to, surely you're going to support that person. And rightly so. Mm. But then you're going to say to me that you're not going to spend 30 quid to go and watch them in concert. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's all yeah, it's yeah. all just a quick yeah. turnaround all the time. Whereas, as you said, Jeff, we, yeah. we're so glad we had what we had then. Because now, forget it, oh. it ain't happening. Not happening. Well, think about your um, experience with Jen did oh, yeah. these live audiences. When me and Jenny first met, she was telling me all about it. And I remember being in awe of listening to her tell how she put this show together. Yeah. And she had Arnie Schwarzenegger and she had Stice And it, you know, but they were talking to you, Jen, about social media and mm, how it works were. in Hollywood yeah. now. Yeah. And they sort of said the same thing. They were of a time and they're glad they were. Because mm. they were sort of saying, was it like um, people get the audition based more on how many followers they've got? Yeah. Yeah. Compared to. Slice Alone was talking about <clears throat> that. Yeah. Well, it was quite incredible to see. Yes, legend like that. Yeah. Talking about social media and how you know the number of foot and number of followers of all these up and coming actors has um, you know effect on obviously who gets the job over in Hollywood. It's it's just Mad. you know, uh, but they're all fully aware of it. And then and then what I did was I did an Instagram live on the stage with him without even asking him. I went, yeah, that social media is awful. Anyway, I'm just doing a live. He's going, what that a live? What the live? And I went, don't worry, just follow me. And it was, <laughs> don't worry, but I'm. I'm going to get loads more followers if I do this. That's it, exactly <laughs> that, exactly that. You're going to get more followers. And it just proves, though, as well, how things are evolving and shifting and how you have to reinvent because um, yeah. that's exactly you know what that that's just you know it's evolving as we speak etc and I'm just sort of bringing it back to how you know you've reinvented you've had to shift and change and you know it's all part of life um, and um, you know if you didn't have the heart the lows then you probably wouldn't you know in a way right. feel as confident as you seem you know with with the stories that you have behind you yeah yeah you're uh, you're absolutely right I'm I'm, I'm a confident person once you get to know me not arrogant I've never been arrogant but I I'm confident in my ability I know what my strengths are I know what my weaknesses are and I always try and work on my weaknesses like I'm never going to be a 
and Mr. Darcy in Pride and Prejudice because that's not my bag. That's not where I'm, that's not, that's not me. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. More chat with Anthony coming up, but first let's have a quick chat about our friends at Swan. For any new listeners, Swan is an amazing British homeware company whose products are all very Instagram friendly. One range in particular stands out as must-have if you want your home looking fresh this year, and that's their retro range. Included in the range are coffee machines, microwaves, fridges, mugs, air fryers, and so much more. To check out these and more, just head to swanbrand.co.uk. Use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20 for 20% off. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Celebrating 90 years of magic moments. What, what about your lovely girls? Because obviously this is a hot mess mums and you're a hot mess mum's son. So um, it just made me chuckle. I mean, it probably shouldn't, but you, we got your hands full with the old homeschool oh, thing. Mate. It's a bit of a, it's a thing, isn't it? It's a thing that we've all been through yeah. and still going through. And yeah, but you seem to do it well. Are you quite hands-on? I try to be Jen. I try to be Jen and Kel. I, I, I'm just like I, I'm not a teacher, so hats off to any teachers out there that are listening or watching or whatever. Fair play to you because you've got patience of saints. I ain't got no patience, and I've realised now in this lockdown that my patience is even worse than it what it was back in the day. Like looking after three boys, <sighs> do you know what I mean? Waiting for them to get dressed and get up and mo- mo- go to a studio. So. Yeah, my patience has worn very, very thin in this lockdown. I'll tell you something now, it's uh, it's hard. And I, I'm literally counting the hours till they go back to school. Let me tell you that. Yeah. It, it, it's so tough on them, but it's so tough on parents, isn't it? Because it's just, yeah. you're doing your own thing, your own job, whilst teaching them as well. Yeah. It's, it's a minefield. It's yeah, it, and it, do you, Rosanna, do you sort of have a, do, do you sort of, you know, you're a good couple for that, you know, because I think some people <laughs> want to take over. Some people say, you know, look, you're no good at that. Just let me do it all. Or what? Is, is it working out okay? Because no. also, mm. Kelly and I just moaning about the fact we just don't get on with anyone at the moment. No. <laughs> Listen, I'll help you out. I'll help you out, girls. Um, I am, um, no, it's been tough. It's been tough because you think to yourself, listen, I'm not, I'm not, machine to be staying at home right that's not my mm, dna that's no. the what i'm about never exactly. have been so i don't know what it's like to be at home 24 7 because mm. i'm always either working or a couple of days at home then i'm off working and then yes exactly do you see what yeah. i'm saying so this has really taught me that i need my space this is why i built my own man man cave in my garden in my garage um, just so I can get off and do things like this because if uh, trying to do a, a, a lovely podcast like yourself with you girls it'll be it'll be like Nightmare on no Sesame chance. Street in the ass honestly it's it's <laughs> <laughs> so you're coming up to there's lots of anniversaries going on like my, it's my 35th year since I started in telly which I still I'm wow. keeping that quiet really but yours I know but yours is 20 years um, yeah. it would have been yeah. or it is it is still it's 20 years since um the bluey schmooey days began. So, um, you know, it's a clear, I, I, I hate sometimes asking the predictable, but, you know, do you think there's a, a glimmer of sort of maybe you you boys getting back um, together in that blue way? Right? It's, it's whether, yeah, Jen, great question. It's whether the people would want it. It's whether people would um, buy into the idea of blue back because we have come back a mm-hmm. few times, a bit like a boomerang, you know, um, 
And but that's the done thing. That's okay. Yeah, but, but I just think because it's twenty years. I mean, we did yeah. Eurovision. We did Eurovision on our tenth anniversary, uh, which was really cool, mm. really great. But then we did the big reunion, which was also fantastic because from that we managed to do our own little tour on the back of that. But yeah, twentieth anniversary is nothing to be sniffed at. You know, we're really, really chuffed with how it's done and the blue brand and the blue music still, you know, going on to this day and. Is that something we've thought about? Absolutely. Is it something that's going on at the moment? Not at the moment. So listen, never say never. No. We'll just have to, you know, wait and see. Well, it might be more kids. Oh, no, 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 no. Not you. What about? Lee's having a third, Lee isn't he? That's third, just yeah. been announced. Yeah. So, it just, so he just, does, I take it he loves being a dad because three's a crazy number to bring into the mix, yeah, isn't right. it? It's a passion at night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he just sings to them. Um, no, I think for me... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've got three, um, and that's it for me. There's no more. I don't know how many you've got, ladies. It's not very, not it's quite rude for me to ask, but how many have you got? No. Um, yeah, no, no. we've got two each, but I'm on the cusp of deciding whether I'm. Well, I am. I want a third, but there I'm just frightened to death. So, yes. is it that bad? Is it ma- more? Is it manageable? Is it much different to having two? Well, I've got, I've got one with an ex and two with with my, with my current partner. So, yeah. the two okay. kids, the two kids now, they're, they're they're just constantly fighting. And everyone said, "Oh, two girls, they'll be amazing. Work, they'll work together. They'll help each other out." And obviously, you don't know what you're having, but having two girls mm. is just. I can't handle it anymore. I can't handle it. They are, it's literally, it's World War Four all the time. It's crazy. Yeah. It's oh, crazy. No. So think about oh, and I But can't, they're already young, aren't they? They're already young. But if I talk to having another one, which I don't want, I know it's going to be another girl. So I can't, I can't risk it. <laughs> Listen, I've got a boy and he's three and he is harder work than my daughter. My daughter's seven. She's eight in July. But my little boy, Heath, is he is a force to be reckoned with. Like proper, proper hard work. Yeah. Wow. I find most days I'm just trying to keep him alive and keep myself <laughs> alive and just is real. Like she's yeah. just a doddle. So I don't know about that, whether boys, and, but maybe if you've got two girls together, they're going to fight because more you're getting they're one, both girls. I don't know. Exactly. Like you're getting one, like the other day, Savannah said, dad, can I have your laptop? And I said, yeah, of course you can. What, my, my three-year-old don't need a laptop. What, what does she need a laptop for? But no, she cries, screams, kicks the ass down because she wants the same as her sister. So it's Absolutely. just, you, you can't win. You can't win. Roll on those tours again. <laughs> <laughs> Roll on it, mate. Roll on. I've got to get in about your dad bod post because you really mm. are oh, yes. quite inspirational for all the guys out there. Thanks, You've mate. been so honest over your years <laughs> yeah. and journey about sort of your getting in shape and getting fit. Because we all talk about women and how having babies affects our bodies and all that. And often we forget that guys go through similar things. Especially when they have babies. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the same, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you're you're looking amazing. Is it two stone you have lost in lockdown? Yeah, is that right? Yeah, just over. Yeah, two yeah. and a bit. Yeah, like, yeah. It's incredible. But you're so honest about that because often, you know, because it depends what shape and what you're like. I'm this, my weight goes up and down. It can be really difficult. And for yeah. dads, I think often they get forgotten. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think for us, it was for me, it was. The first, this, that first lockdown back in March um, when I was up in Manchester actually doing a show and it got obviously got cancelled um, I was doing a show called Zorro up at, up at the Hope Mill yeah. and mm-hmm. 
That's a beautiful theatre as well. It's so cute. Denise, it's so yeah. cute. Denise is huge. I think she's an ambassador. She's a patron. Yeah, yeah I think on, so. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we did that, and obviously got it got canned because obviously the first lockdown. But we everyone was just so depressed, and there was nothing to do. Literally nothing to do. Mm. As you know, you you know we all lived through it together as as a, as a country. And I was seeing all this. Yeah, let's get let's get fit. Let's get fit. And I was like, and I, it was just doing my head so I rebelled. I thought, no, I can't be asked. Can't be bothered. I, I want to just, like, it was boredom. It was boredom eating. And that to me mm. is the worst kind of eating because you don't know that you're eating boredom. Um, so you're just, you're just eating and eating and eating. And then before you know it, the summer comes and you're having your beer, you're having your gin and tonics, you're having your vodkas and you're having your barbecues and your fatty foods and et cetera. And, and then August came and I was like, no, no, I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with this. And I went for an audition for a TV show and I saw a picture of me coming out of the thing, this audition. And I went, no, I'm not happy with myself. This is disgusting. Costa, you've got to do something about it. And I did. And that was, well, yeah, back in August now. So, yeah. I just got... That's incredible. Just, just kept going. Yeah, and you've obviously been an inspiration. And Thank like you. Kelly says, I think for 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 men out there as well, because girls are always talking about, you know, I lost this weight and et cetera, but it's sort of um, not something that's talked about. But, you know, you put it out there. It, it got great coverage as well. Yeah. So hopefully you've helped a few people out with it, which so. uh, a few men out with it. I hope um, so. And, um, yeah. And so what, what are your, as a dad, because um, you've had this experience, that you probably wouldn't have had if you, you know, I, well, you know, if, if things haven't, haven't turned out the way they had in 2020, yeah. what, what's your uh, what's your paternal tip for dads, um, you know, who've got their hands full at the moment and stuck at home with um, with everyone? Um, <laughs> it could be as honest what as I'd say like. is, go, if you've got a garden, go in your garage, build yourself a den, right? Accidentally forget your keys, right? Lock yourself in and just... I can't get out, babe. Can't get out. There's nothing I can do. Like now, but now he was just talking about 10 minutes ago. My daughter was banging on the door. I don't know if you could hear her. She's like, Dad, I need something. I'm like, no, 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 no. You go away. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then coming onto uh, the other side, you know, my head, and, my head and heart completely different. Just have to, mm-hmm. just don't do what I did and just lose, you know, lose patience easy. It's very hard not to, but you just got to try and, mm-hmm. Try and stay focused and, you know, yeah. just, just get, try and get through it because I can't wait till that day, boy, because I'm 40 this year and I want to have a party, so, yeah. And we're Thank all coming because we've just invited <laughs> ourselves. Get in. <laughs> Love it. Get to in. give you an appreciation for your your partner, you know, because as mums, we, yeah. we are used to being at home more because yeah. we have the babies and, you know, our lives don't change our lives change a lot guys lives change less I think that's fair to say most of the time we joked before COVID hit you know I've been on lockdown for years with my kids because you're you're just you are at home more so you know has it given you a bit more sort of oh my god you know she's amazing kind of thing oh listen completely absolutely like that's what I'm saying to you the mums out there, hats off to you because you've got patience of saints. It is unreal what you guys, well, you, you go do. It's just absolutely fantastic. And I, I just, I'm just, as I said to you before, I'm not built to stay at home. Never have done, never will do. And I can't wait to have that, you know, to be able to go out, with, whether it be on a microphone or go for an audition or do something and just have a bit of a sing song, you know, and, and 
retrain my voice again. I, I, I haven't sung for so long. It's just crazy. Well, all I'm saying is, got your man cave. You've got the garage out there. You can sing as loud as you like, Anthony. I don't know what's stopping you, but thank you for being such a lovely hot mess mum's son. Thank Honestly, you. It's not like work, is it? So sometimes this it's isn't. Amazing. It's just been really no, to catch up with you. It's amazing. Um, I'm going to send send your love to Angie and to Denise, Denise as well, and I'm yeah. sure the minute minute we can we'll all get together I think and have one big sing along um, yeah. but thank you honestly oh it's been lovely oh thank you ladies thank you so much the hot mess mums club with Swan designed for life thanks to Swan for sponsoring this episode if you fancy giving your home a bit of a refresh at the start of the year then make sure you go and check out their Swan retro range just visit swanbrand.com.uk today